Welcome back to Train to Win podcast, where we talk about training in all aspects of life. Today, I've got my man Steve. Uh, Steve and I, we both work at Define Fitness together. He's the manager there, and uh, I'm one of the heads at the front. A uh, little background with Steve and I is we have actually had another show before. You want to <laughs> go ahead and tell him about that, what it was called, and how many episodes we pumped out? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um we got asked beginning of the year, I guess, January to mm-hmm. do a, to do a radio show, just talking about health and wellness. And, um, we called it defining health and wellness. Cause they said we could pitch define fitness as much as we wanted. And, uh, we hit up as many points as possible and turned into a lot more than just um, physical health and wellness. We talked a lot about mental stuff. We talked a lot about winning the day. Um, we talked, man, we talked about working out when you were pregnant. We talked about uh, supplements and detoxing and um, juicing vegetables and myths. We had a quote <laughs> of the day. We had like 25 episodes. Um, who knows how many followers we had, but we have had, you know, several people stop us in the gym and say, Hey, yeah, I just had somebody, yeah, I had somebody the other day say, yeah, I've been listening to your show. And I'm like, Oh man, we're done with that now. Like, yeah. Cause they got a new manager, a new, uh, I don't know, producer or something. And, um, they kind of wanted more out of us than I think what we should have committed to, you know, like in the beginning, it was just something that was kind of fun for us. Like, yeah, it was something we were very uncomfortable with doing and it racked our nerves a little bit. And then we got more comfortable and it helped with a little bit of things outside of the radio show and, um, turned into something that we enjoyed doing and the structure that the radio show was forcing us to do. Like we had to have segments and we had to filter ourselves and we couldn't say certain things. And, it just got to the point where we're like, dude, let's just do our own thing. Yeah. And that was a big reason behind creating something like this and pumping something out. You know, we had Daryl on two different episodes of Defining Health and Wellness, and he loved it, and he was down for the idea. So yeah. we got him on board with the, the Train to Win idea, and, you know, it's solidified into what it is now. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of talk. Um probably the past year just brainstorming that you've done and Daryl and that we've all done together to just kind of figure out where to put all of our different little areas of knowledge and just to help people not for any other reason really than just to like record our conversations because we get into some stuff that ends up being pretty cool sometimes it's not very cool yeah sometimes it's not even right we got to go back and like correct ourselves you know yeah but what you're doing and what you are creating um it's really impressive and uh everything that you're saying that you're gonna do i mean you do man you totally take the bull by the horns and you freaking make it happen and i'm glad i could be part of it and uh you know you i said this on the show a couple months ago that you you push me too like like I, I, um, this stuff isn't the most comforting for me either. It doesn't come real natural, but I, I like preparing for it and I like how it is afterwards. And I like thinking and hearing you and Daryl yeah. last week. Um, it's just a cool deal. And I think it, it helps personal growth for us. Yeah. Cause and it helps people that aren't getting this information on a daily basis. Like we're always kind of talking to people about it. Well, that's another thing with something like this is, 
it helps us stay on track. I think a lot of the time when we are into the conversations that we get into, and it's going to be a little bit of something we get into today also is we're not just talking to other people. We're talking to ourselves a lot of the time too. Um, even though we may be practicing what we're preaching, it can be really good reminders because there's so many different things and so many different aspects you got to watch out for. And you can realize that you're slacking on one thing and realizing that you're giving way too much to the other and you're just not having that good balance going. So you always have to be bouncing around on all these different aspects of making sure you're in line with where you want to go. And yeah, you know, a lot of this, we're talking to ourselves and I think that's really cool that an outlet like a podcast can reach other people and us at the same time. Um, with all that said, with the first episode, uh, I've gotten quite a bit of feedback. A lot of people have stopped me in the gym and DM'd me and told me that they were really intrigued by it. And it, it surprised me because listening back on it, it was a lot of good quality content. It was. And I enjoyed listening to it, but I saw all kinds of things like, oh, okay, we need to improve here. We need to do this better and do yeah, that. And you're your it'll worst make critic. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll make it that much better. Um, and to hear that everyone else who listened to it loved it and found it entertaining and they could listen to the full 30 minutes and, you know, not get bored and think no, we're man. just rambling. And I listened to it and it went by quick. And and I've even heard some of the spiel about the RPR and and saw it firsthand with what you guys have done and what Daryl was doing in our gym and what he continues to do with the youth athletes and then seeing you go and get certified and yeah um you know I just think that that it's it's nobody even knows what it is now but it's huge on the east coast so for you guys to be kind of the forefront for the southwest with this RPR deal it's pretty cool to watch and uh and it's something that's not super difficult to um teach and to work on with people right but you gotta like you and daryl are just staying on top of it like daryl gets into some crazy science (laughs) with everything he's He's got like a photogenic memory of physical health and wellness and anatomy and yeah how things work together i'm looking at your book over here science and practice of strength training like you guys are just dedicated to be better and to learn more and to not just uh, do typical bodybuilding stuff, you know? Well, and I feel like this is a good point to dive into what we're talking about today. And it's attaching an int- intention behind all your actions throughout the day and uh, ultimately alongside your goals, having some intention behind what you're doing. Um, and this is something that Daryl and I we met up one night and we were sitting and we were together for like three hours just talking on this alone of why we are into what we do and why we're so passionate. And it's because we've seen the dark side of things and how what we're doing can flip it to the other side and make things different right. and change you for the better. Even if it's something physical of you achieve a goal, you can squat with good form or whether it's something extreme where you no longer have depression and you're a family man now, or you have, you know, a goal in life. Um, we've seen both sides and we've experienced it firsthand and being able to have that type of impact on someone else and being able to 
have someone tell their story and not be able to tell it without saying your name, I think is a big driver for both of us. And it's driving that huge intention behind, you know, what we learn and what we want to get into is, you know, those books and all the literature and stuff that we want to read. Ultimately, it's going to make our guys better and make them hold themselves to a higher standard and feel more proud of themselves, which will then do the same to us. But the ultimate outcome of all that is, you know, they have a goal in life. They're not sitting and just going through the motions. They have some intention with their day, you know. They have intention and they learn how to believe in themselves Mm-hmm. With every, um, I mean, I feel like kind of setting intentions every day or every week or month, you know, um, is it's kind of like goals, goal setting. Yeah. And I feel like each time that you focus on an intention, um, you believe in yourself more for following through. And that's like, if I look back on everything that I was doing in my 20s and uh man I had the best like opportunities and but I wasn't I had intentions but I was not I never believed in myself enough to really stick to them you know I was like uh I just couldn't get it and I see you and I'm like man like you're ahead of the game and it's super cool to see but now that I see kind of how the past few years have gone and where I'm at now and things I'm going through right now, I have to set an intention every day. Because right. <clears throat> if you don't set an intention, just go through the motions, you're naturally going to go to the negative or, or to, to the comfort. Past experiences. Well, yeah, stuff that that's, you've already, you know. that's how you that's how you stay in a rut is by thinking the same thoughts having the same emotions that come with those thoughts. And then like the Dr. Joe Dispenza stuff that we were talking to Marianne about. Yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden that's your personality. Like you one bad the event you've happens. always done. Yeah. You continue to get the things you've always gotten and you've always got to change that. And living with a new intention every single day is a good way to propel yourself forward. But with something like that, it's not easy. Everything fights against you all your past friends and current friends maybe combating that maybe your current jobs combating that maybe you know all these other different circumstances which all your circumstances are not a product of who you are you can always change your circumstances yep. um and setting an intention is a great way to start that there's obviously work that has to go behind that intention to then follow through and build your confidence and actually result in achievement Having an intention is not going to solve all your problems. There's action that needs to be taken, but it's a great step to keep yourself focused and continuously reminding yourself as to why you're doing something specifically. You know, if you're doing your job, but maybe it's not something you want to do, but you've got to do it now to make a living. In the meantime, you're going to school. Maybe you want to be a doctor. You got to complete your degree and then you can do what you want to want to do. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to do the things you don't want to do yeah, to, get that's to just, do the things you want to and do. And that, people see that as like a normal goal setting. This is what I want to be. So I'm going to go to school for four, six, or eight years to do this. Like, that's pretty mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. But what 
what a lot of people now are doing are they're realizing that that degree doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's the day-to-day, the day-to-day goals mm-hmm. and the day-to-day making yourself uncomfortable. You're getting life experience. You're put in different situations. You're, you're grinding it through different jobs, yeah. you know, checking out what else is out there. You're, um, you're putting yourself in the spotlight. You're putting yourself out right now by doing this podcast. Like you're going to have people that are going to hate on you. They're going to, they're going to not be on the same level. They're going to think that this is dumb or right. they're going to think that you're doing it for weird reasons or right. then you're going to have a whole nother float of people that you don't even know that are, that are supporting you. They're like, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like, I want to get involved. I want to help you out. And you I, never know where it's going to go. I feel like that's another cool thing with setting an intention behind it is that kind of blinds me of all that negative stuff because I've got my intentions and I've got my goal with it Yeah. that if someone hates it, it doesn't really matter as long as I'm reaching the intention or the goal that I have set in mind for it. And yeah, after the first episode, it's, you know, the first step in the right direction, in my opinion. Well, it's and the same with getting like you literally doing what people that are having issues just taking the first step to get into a gym. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode was the hardest, the buying the equipment, the yeah, dude, getting I didn't the know name, anything about this like stuff. Fit, getting the setup, yeah. doing the, all the stuff with the whatever equalizing stuff that you were doing earlier. Um, man, that's all this stuff leading up to the first episode. Then putting it out there to where people can actually follow you and listen, yeah. get something out of it. You know, um, so yeah, your intentions are on point. You believe in yourself. You, um, you remind yourself daily or hourly. I feel like that you're, you, you constantly are kind of making sure that you're on the right path. You're not letting Mm -hmm. yourself veer off too far left to right of what your intent for the day was or for the month or for your goal of, of having your own podcast and, you know, who knows, like we were talking about supplements earlier, like you might, you might have a pre-workout out pretty soon. Who knows what you're going to do, you know, like (laughs) just from this type of conversation and this type of groundwork of getting stuff out there, it just opens up, it opens up all kinds of different avenues to, to go and for people to give you feedback, all the people that have talked to you this week. Well, and there's the, it's kind of a cheesy quote where, uh, I think it goes, you know, jump and figure out how to fly on the way down (laughs) with something like this, man. I bought all the equipment. I went all out. I wanted something that was high quality. I listened to reviews. I watched some videos, did a little bit of research and realized, you know, if I got a cheap podcast set up, I'd be putting out cheap, lower quality sound just based off of hearing what some of these other guys were doing with their $300 budget podcast, you know? And so I get some really good high quality equipment. I plug it in, try it out, can't figure it out. <laughs> can't figure out how to get the microphones to work. I'm like, what the heck? You know, I spent a hundred bucks on each microphone. This was gonna be yeah. easy. How are these not working? And I play around, look up some tor- tutorials. Nothing is showing me how to fix them. And so I'm like, oh, do I have to send these back? Are these broken? Like, what? What the hell is going on? Got scammed. Yeah. And then eventually, I figure it out after toying around, tampering with it myself, and then. On the uh, the first episode, man, we recorded. I wasn't. I didn't do any tests of recording, which is stupid. I just pressed the record button. We went after it, so and then go. 
uh, I look over at the clock around 25 minutes in that, uh, in that episode. And I see that the bar is not moving over. Like if you look, the bar is not moving over and it terrified me. I was like, did we just do 25 minutes worth of he content it was or something? And it's not recording. Like, what the hell? And so I got all jittery and flustered. <laughs> like, at the end of that first episode, if you hear my, you know, words get real short and I'm trying to just end it to see if I, you know, it was oh, recording. Yeah. And, um, and then I realized everything was good. The but, cool thing is that's what you know. you'll look back on in 100 <laughs> episodes. You'll just keep all that and keep like see how far you've gone and how much you've grown and different, you know, different quality, you know, different intros and your music, like you had your music on the intro. And yeah, like, I, I mean, I think it's cool, man. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, um, they all start with just go, just get a topic you got a name, you've got a mission, like you've got more than most people have when they start a podcast. Right. That most of them are a lot more specific. And yeah. I feel like yours being more broad with just winning in life, winning in, in the gym, training to win, and just your daily mindset. Man, you can go off on stuff like this just to be better and do better and help people. And there's so many people that you see every single day that mm-hmm. are going to have something to to bring to this show you know like i can't wait till you have josh on here and nick and emily and uh you know jason you know have daryl back like you can have that's that's like five powerhouses right there and then and it's all sure there's a hundred more it's all different stuff yeah and it's something that you know i would learn from other people would learn from it's that same concept we were talking about in the beginning of the episode like as we talk through some of this stuff, we're teaching ourselves a little bit, but as we have someone else talk through their story, we're learning just the same time the audience is. And that's yeah. really cool with this outlet. So, um, and that even brings, you know, like if Josh comes on, he, you know, tells some of his buddies, and his buddies listen in, and then maybe they listen to some of the other episodes and they're like, Oh, you know, that's really cool. And it can bring different connections in and, you know, widen your horizon of people, you know, and you can meet more people. And even if it's just something online, like, I think that would be something that's cool. Yeah, man. Life is all about networking, like meeting new people. There's no doubt new things. learning new things. Just, just having somebody that comes in conversation down the road that they heard you from their buddy and who knows where, where things go, you know? But well, the thing and, is, is you're just doing it. And that's a lot of people of, won't do it. That's probably one of like the most valuable things that uh, Daryl, I mean, you and Daryl are probably one of my biggest mentors, but Daryl, he told me um, for my TSAC cert to take the practitioner's course, which is quadruple the amount of the certification itself. 1200 bucks plus living, plus gas yeah. and food and all that stuff with the trip. Um, and I was like, you know what, man, like 1200 bucks, I can't, I can't justify that right now. And he's like, dude, like, it's not about that. You're in a classroom full of 20 people and like three to four instructors. Yeah. Imagine how much, you know, knowledge you can gain from them and connections you can build. And what was the, the other option? To, online or something? To do online and oh, just yeah. study myself. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I went to the course. Some of the stuff was you know, fairly baseline and like just basic. And I knew most of it for the most part, I still learned stuff, but seeing 
another facility and how they do things and how it's so much different from here. And then seeing all the different types of people of people, you know, we had a lady in that class who was from Guam, you know, and then even getting, getting some insight as to where all these SWAT trainers and military trainers and police department trainers and where these guys' heads are for the mentality of physical training, it kind of blew my mind as to how far behind they are based off of some of the stuff I've learned, which then shows an untapped market for me, which gets me excited because then more lives to change and those lives to change, especially in like emergency services crew, like fire department, police department, you know, EMT, military, if they're not training properly now and you get someone in there who can train them properly, it's 10 times more impact than if you were to train an athlete properly, in my opinion, because then you have a more effective police officer who can then reduce down crime rates or you've got a better EMT who can respond faster and, you know, get the patient out of the, you know, situation a lot quicker. You know, there's all kinds of different scenarios that can make a bigger impact with that. Well, if they're in a better physical state, they're going to be in a better mental state. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be able to make better decisions as well whenever shit's hitting the fan. You know, And I actually learned how to, how to train them on that too, how you can train their mental state when they're physically exhausted. Because when someone's fatigued... Yeah. You can't really think straight, man. Like yeah. if you're tired, running off a few hours of sleep, you're working a night shift and you get buzzed by the alarm and you got to go out on a call or whatever, you're not going to be a hundred percent. But if you incorporate different scenarios like that into your training, you can make it to where you're more prepared. You know, some of those scenarios were really cool. I think Daryl and I may have talked about it. I'm not too sure. You guys like, talked about, uh, like some wake up drills and you know, stuff where he said he feels sluggish. Yeah. If he feels sluggish coming into the gym, so he does like, a few couple little drills, then all of a sudden he's like ready, ready to go. And he didn't think that was possible whenever he first heard Cal talking about the RPR stuff. Yeah. Where like if you're in a scenario like that and you have like a fire firefighter or something ready to go on call, he's got a suit on. He can't be doing his RPR wake up drills. Right. And he can't be doing his dynamic warm ups and stuff. So you gotta train them the best you can in the gym. That way they are as optimal as they possibly can be outside, even though they're not going to be near as optimal as they are in training conditions where they're warmed up and they're running through their drills or whatever. Um, but with RPR, you can actually train them to you know fix some vision field stuff, which I thought was really cool. But aside from that, um, with the TSAC stuff, if I'm training like a police officer or fire you know, firefighter or something like that. There are training strategies where I can physically exert them, get them exhausted, and then throw them through a crossword puzzle or throw them through a little mind game or something like that where they're, you know, you know, RPE like eight, nine, and they're sitting there trying to do a crossword puzzle and they have 30 seconds and then they're getting frantic and pissed and then they fail the test. Then it's like, all right, run through again and then pass this test here. And then yeah. once they finally get it and figure out how they can cool themselves down and breathe and get themselves set and accomplish it, you know, that reflects into a real life scenario. You know, there's going back to intention behind it. There's intention behind that training that can make them respond better and you know, an emergency situation, which is really cool. And that's another thing is you guys don't have to have an intention with just a a goal. Like if, you know, you wanted to get a raise at work, sure, that's a great intention. 
do more work, do more than anyone else, do it better than any, anyone else. But you can also set an intention with the expectations you hold for yourself with a certain task. You know, for us at the gym, uh, a simple task that all of us do is clean the locker rooms. Yep. Set the intention to do those locker rooms better than anyone else in that facility and you're going to get that ultimate goal of yours where you set the intention to get a raise, you know? And you um, put it out there that this is what I want or what can I do? What can I do mm-hmm. to get to this point or what do I need to do to get to the next level? I'm interested like, and you know, I've had people tell me like, I'm interested in moving up or I'm interested in a raise or different things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just words. It's just people. words until somebody does something over and above. And it's not a one-time thing, you know, it's a continuous helping other people out, covering shifts. Like I think one of the biggest things or the biggest game changers if most people were to condition themselves to act first and then expect the outcome. So instead of asking for a raise and then doing the work to get the raise, do the work, make sure you kind of get noticed a little bit. Don't make that your main intention of doing the work. Do the, do the work to do a good job and do great at your job. Yeah. But I mean, you can have that slight intention in the back of your head, like, you know, I'd like my boss to, you know, see this and give me some credit. And then, Maybe if you get some kudos or get some credit, say, hey, like, you know, I've been here for a while. I'd like a raise, something like that. And they see you've been putting in the work. That's going to be a hell of a lot better than, you know, going in and saying, I want a raise. And it's like you're doing literally your job description, if that, you know, like don't expect anything when you're doing the bare minimum. Well, I think it's the it's the doing things just because you expect something like like. you're doing something good for somebody and you want something in return yeah. or you're only doing something cause yeah. you know, somebody's watching or that stuff fades, you and know, it like never that goes in your if, favor. if it's not, sometimes it does, man, but it doesn't last. I mean, I think that if you know deep down why you're doing things and why you're living your life and why you're working hard at your job and you have a goal to, do more and be more, have a better, higher position. Um, you know, if you set that out and you, and you even just talking to people about it, it's, it's, you're putting it out to the universe and you're putting it out there. You're letting other people hear what your goals are and why you're working harder than everybody else. Why you're not afraid to come in and cover shifts or be tired or Mm-hmm. come in whenever a couple weeks ago and we didn't have anybody and you came in and did your workout late so you could help out the front desk at the same time. Like, like I actually drove by and saw you walking in to the gym. I don't know. It was probably, I don't know if it was five or six o'clock, but, uh, on Saturday, right? I think so. Yeah. And, uh, like you didn't know I was going to drive by. You didn't know I saw you, but it made me feel comfortable knowing that you were going to be there. And then you let me know later, like, hey, Justin's good. He's on his own, but I'm helping out. And it, like, reaffirmed to me why you were there. Like, you did your workout because you wanted to be there to help out. And that stuff goes so much further. 
you did it on your own, man. You did not get told. You did not get asked. You went in and you helped out in a dire need situation where everybody was else was bailing. Mm. And I'm sure Justin appreciated it. And I for sure appreciated it. And so whenever I have, unfortunately, you're setting the bar high for everybody else. Because <laughs> like when you, you're more valuable. And I have people that want more. And I just can't do it, you know, and because they're not constant, they're not consistent. They'll step it up for a couple of days and it won't last. And I don't know if it's because of their intention, because they just want something easy. I have I do feel like there's been a lot of times where I've given people evaluations and gave them more hours, moved them full time or whatever. And as soon as they get what they wanted, they tank back to where and they it were. it trips me out. I'm like. How are you going to go backwards now? You worked hard the past few months. You told me what you wanted. I, mm. You know, it worked out. Everybody should be happy. And then we're reverting back to like... Cool themselves back down. It doesn't make sense to me. It's that same thing. They have that intention they set or that higher goal they set. And then once they achieve it, it's kind of like, all right, instead of on to the next thing, let's chill out here and kind of like... Enjoy this, enjoy this spot, but not, yeah, but not keep doing what I was doing to get (laughs) to this spot. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's, I feel like the majority of the population, like not many people are able to maintain the discipline and maintain the work ethic that it needs to keep propelling yourself up because it's constantly a higher dosage. Like you can't just digress away from one thing and maybe add another thing and expect to keep growing and going up you got to continue doing everything you've already done to get to where you're already at and add add more that makes me think that it wasn't it's not a habit or a real true intention or way of living then like it was like almost faking the funk for a couple months to make sure you got that raise Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really who you are you know so then what is that like what about bigger goals like what about like stuff with relationships what about you know physical goals or well and i think that's the huge like the heaviness to having like that intention or constantly raising the standard for yourself is everything you do reflects to everything else you do like if you do poor at your job the odds that you're gonna have a poor relationship are pretty damn high or the odds that you half-ass your workout makes the odds even higher that you're going to half-ass your job. True. You know, all these different attributes and different traits that you embody reflect onto everything within your life. I mean, it doesn't, say, it doesn't mean to say that there are people who excel tremendously at one thing, but I guarantee if they excel tremendously at that one thing, there are a couple things that they digress on. But... Anything worth doing is worth doing great. Um, and making sure you maintain that balance with everything in your life is very important. And that balance isn't something you'll ever achieve. Yeah, I, I think it's more juggling than balance. Yeah, <laughs> if you can juggle it, that's a better word. I like that. Where maybe you can put a little more time and work into your career. But in that time, you're taken away from your relationship a little bit. So then you got to bounce back and then 
get that built up again. And then you're like, Oh no, my career. And then go back to that. And then it's like, Oh shit, I've got to get back into the gym and my health. And then you got to constantly figure out where your priorities lay and play around with those priorities throughout the week and throughout your day. A big part of that. I've, I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, is whatever you're doing in that moment, be fully in that moment with what you're doing. Be present. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like you're uh, juggling 15 things at one time. You're juggling 15 things throughout the day in your life, in your daily life, but you're getting the most out of each hour or each part of that day, whether it's your workout or your mm-hmm. work or your relationship or your personal development or, you know, hanging out with your kid or your mom or whatever. Like, so if you put, if you're being present and putting as much energy as you can, you're turning off your phone when you need to be in your relationship or with your kid or this is, uh, this is something that, uh, Ed Milet spoke about. He's, uh, he, he's the host of, um, the max out podcast. Yeah. And he talks about, He's multi multi millionaire, and he talks about how he sets appointments for his kids. Talks about he'll sit down, have Seems dinner, hardcore. have dinner with Bella for an hour and a half. But in that hour and a half, he doesn't touch his phone. He doesn't fray his attention away from his daughter. So it's the quality and staying present, right? And it's um, he's making it a priority. It may sound a little extreme to you know the average person who doesn't have that lifestyle where it's you really set an appointment with your daughter, but that's how he gets the quality time in with her. And that's how he maintains that balance or that's how he juggles his life um, is being able to, to do that. You know, I think the other thing too, that maybe you should hit on a little bit being young and being focused is uh, it doesn't, it's not easy and it doesn't, I don't know, maybe for you, it does come more naturally, but, for me, like, man, I have to set an intention or else my natural person, my natural man is not into working out all the time. It's, yeah. I'm not into like, I'm not naturally into personal growth and development. I love hearing about it because I catch things and I want to apply them, but I got to really focus and set an intention to apply them it's, and really change. It's hard work, man. And uh, I think... One of the most difficult things, especially being young, is a lot of the kids my age will see what I'm doing and be like, dude, just like take a break and just drink with us or just relax, man. Like you don't have to go to sleep at nine. And like, why do you wake up so early? Just sleep in, dude. And, you know, I feel like that could be some people's way of trying to cool you down to their level. I've heard that analogy before, but, um, it's also the mentality that I have for myself is if I, I know if I let myself slip, there's the fear of not being able to control it to, to where maybe I have one night yeah. that turns into, okay, maybe I can do this every you other like month, too much. you know, and then maybe I turn it into an every month thing yeah. and then I turn it into an every week thing. And, you know, just to avoid it altogether avoids any of that to where I just don't do it at all, you know? And, Maybe it's a little extreme to some people, but, you know, those who find it extreme aren't going to be doing the same things that I want to do or achieving the same things that I am. It 
doesn't mean they're achieving any less, but they're not going to be achieving the same things that I am. They have different goals, but I think that a lot of them think that it's just your naturally your personality and it's just like you pop up out of bed each day and you're like coming to the shower <laughs> oh, and you, you're at no. the gym at five o'clock and like you don't even think about it. It's just yeah, yeah. how your life goes. And I think, I think a lot of people feel like it just, it's either who you are or who, or you're not. And I know that that it's a mindset and it's a choice and it does mm. get easier over time because you're proving to yourself that you can, you can get past stuff and you can grow and you can change and you can feel better about yourself and believe in yourself more. But I feel like there's a huge population because I was one of those, I don't know, even just within the last five or six years that like people that are successful and that are kicking ass every day and you constantly see them, they're energetic, they're upbeat, they're positive they're making things happen in their life. It's like you naturally, if you're not there, you're thinking that it just came naturally to them. Or that's just who they are. Yeah. I remember, um, uh, what got me into a lot of like the personal development thing and, um, staying more disciplined and just this whole realm of what I'm in and what I'm passionate about is, uh, as a sophomore, I remember I, I Googled, how do you become a millionaire? Because I was literally clueless. <laughs> I was like, how does someone generate that much money? That's I don't understand. Awesome. Like they really make that much an hour, like thinking it's something dumb like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just clueless. And then I, I read and I'm like, Oh, they sell things. And so I'm like, Oh, oh what can have, I sell? They have and 15 so, <laughs> different incomes. They, they create more yeah, passive income. They have, and, you know, yeah, passive income and all these different things. I'm like, what the hell? And so there's all kinds of stuff that I have to sift through and figure out. And, you know, ultimately it comes down to where I'm like writing down like all these different business ideas of how I can make money. And then I'm like, well, how do I go about it? I'm only a sophomore. I don't know how to do any of this. And then, you know, I'm in a middle class home to where I don't have like anything but comfort around me of, you know, I'm in a comfortable home. We got a comfortable income. We got comfortable cars. Why would you want more? You know, yeah. you're not going to get any less because you're already in a comfort, comfortable zone. Just keep coasting where you're at. Um, but there was always that mentality of, you know, I want something different for myself. I don't want to, you know, live the average life, whether it's on an income level, my mind's more so altered over to making a bigger difference in people's lives, which ultimately has a direct correlation to, to income. But, um, you know, makes you feel better. Yeah. Or do you think that, um, I mean, obviously the whole deal behind this is so you can gain experience and you can you can create your own business and have your own, you're not, you want to be an entrepreneur. You want to, you don't want to work for somebody else. You want to have that different passive incomes. You've, right. you want to help people. Um, but you know that whenever you're actually accomplishing some of these things, you're gaining traction and every time you accomplish it, that traction builds on each other. Mm-hmm. And then like you don't want to, you don't want to take that step back. You don't want to have that one night out. Well, and, and that's what I the... think. You've you're in a you're in a, you've got momentum. Is what I guess I'm trying to say is that 
momentum works positive and negative and you you've got momentum and i'm i'm feeling some momentum finally for first time in a long time and uh man it feels good to know you can get through some shit and and have momentum and and keep doing good and focus on what you have control over and you don't have to go back to the old crap or you don't have to hang out with friends on the friday night or whatever you know like this is what time is it eight o'clock Friday night, like this is, we're trying to do this to be better and to help people and to put out some content that maybe uh, people are struggling with too, you know, because we've gone through it in different aspects of our lives. But I don't know. I just think it's, it's a time where the things that I'm learning are basically from podcasts like yeah it seems super silly and super weird to admit that but instagram social media podcasts people's posts about what's working or little quotes here and there like i'm following people and things and liking things and screenshotting things because it's it's helping me become the person who i have always wanted to be right and who i see myself becoming in the future and it's all from this weird social media <laughs> influencing. Yeah. Well, that's a funny, f- funny thing you bring that up. I remember, uh, I'll give a quick little shout out to one of uh, my old roommates, Tyler. I remember he was telling me about Adam Morrissey with the Strike Zone. Yeah. Uh, he also has a podcast out uh, yeah. called the SZ Podcast. It's on uh, SoundCloud if you guys wanted to check it out. But he posts his daily Instagram stuff on the strike zone baseball Instagram page. And, uh, Tyler was laying in bed one morning at like 4am cause he just woke up randomly and he was planning on falling back asleep and he was just scrolling through his phone and he came across a video of Adam and he was like, you know, we're out here, we're running. It's, you know, 3am. Everyone else is asleep. And with his Australian accent. Yeah. His, <laughs> his Aussie accent. And, um, Tyler tells me he's straight up out of bed and he goes for a run. He runs all the way to work and then has his boss bring him back to his car. And, you know, and that's the power of doing something like this is if it affects just one person, just like Adam's post affected Tyler, maybe Tyler was the only person he affected. It made a difference on his day. If it's just his day, that's still a huge impact. Um, but if that can domino effect to his weeks and then to his months, to his years, and then all of a sudden that one post maybe had such a huge effect that it changed his entire life, like that's what it's about, man. That's how it started. That's how it started for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were talking about the MF CEO. <laughs> then I listened to him and I thought he was a douchebag. I'm like, this guy is so freaking conceited. Full of himself. Like, I don't know if I can listen to him. <laughs> I got through one episode and I couple things. I liked a couple things that he said and then the next one like really hit me and then it was over. Like I wanted to hear all of them. And then you were more open, you trusted everything he said. Yeah. It's well, I just, he was just real. And I think that's, that's the biggest part of why he's got such a huge following. And that's why I sport his, I take his supplements. That's why I'm supporting his brand because mm-hmm. I do trust him and I feel like he's doing things for the right reason. That's why I love what we do at Defined is because 
I don't have to fake the funk for anything whenever anybody comes in and says, I need to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. I just want to feel better. Like our facilities, badass. I love taking people and showing them around. Like, you know, they're going to step foot and not end up leaving feeling worse than they came in. You know, well, as long as we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, like they can easily get the wrong vibe from somebody and feel like this is just some meathead gym or they don't really care or I don't fit in there. Right. But if we're presenting it how we need to present it, like how it's meant to be, like there's 13 year olds to 100 year olds working out and we aren't here for any specific person. We're here so everybody can come in and feel comfortable and and become better. Become better. And every gym should have that mindset, you know? And well, I think that's the biggest thing is we don't see people coming in as a number. Sure, we have stuff and goals that we have to hit as a company, but when someone walks in, that's a person to us. We talk to them, we learn who they are, we take them on a tour, we maybe laugh with them. Sometimes, if you're a trainer especially, I remember as a trainer being 18 years old sitting down in the in the trainer room and having grown adults cry, cry in front of me, yeah, you man. know, and... Uh, it's an emotional thing for people. And uh, if, if you, can... you if you start talking about your your struggles and your goals and your blocks for getting to where you want to be with um, health and fitness or you got scared by a doctor or you really did have something happen or you can't pick up your grandkids, mm-hmm. that's big stuff, man. That's like that's going to make a lot of people cry because that's that's their life. That's, I mean, there was a guy that came in today. He said he hasn't been in in a month because he had, he had a minor stroke. He's, um, he's doing the bare minimum and it's because he physically can only do the bare minimum, but he's, he's lost a lot of weight. His doctors told him if he hadn't been coming to the gym the past six months before the stroke, it would have been 10 times worse. Like it wouldn't have been minor. And he he came back like today or today or yesterday was his first day back after his, after his minor stroke, you know, he said that everything's functioning well. And, um, but he attributes like his life right now. And he's in his seventies to the last six to eight months going to the gym and working out like, and he was starting to tear up. Like that's where it's at. Like he walked away and I was standing there. I'm like, man, like that's why we do what we do, you know, and that's why this is such a cool, a cool job and a cool industry and um, one that everyone should get engulfed into in one way or another. Just get a gym membership, you know. Totally. That's the biggest thing that I try to sell people on who are maybe a little shut off from the idea, but they still come in to see us. Is, you know, it's a positive atmosphere to get in regardless. You know, sure, anywhere you go, there's going to be some form of negative. But if you're focusing on the positive and focusing on bettering yourself, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. You know, and um, if you set your mind to something and you do the things you need to do to achieve it, sure enough, you're going to achieve it and be the least bit surprised that you got there because you did every little thing you knew you were supposed to do to get to that point. Yeah. You know? Um, a good example could be, you know, myself, when I first started, I was 115, 120 pounds. <laughs> I was a lot shorter than I am now, but 
uh, I always envisioned myself. I wanted to be an athletic build. I wanted to be bigger. And, um, I would see certain dudes in the hallway at school walking around. I'm like, dude, if I could just look like that, like that'd be awesome. And, uh, sure enough, within six months, I'm already there. I'm like, don't even realize it. I'm on to the next thing. I still am not satisfied enough. And then if I get to the point where I look back onto where I was to where I'm at now, if I were to see a picture of myself now back to when I started, it probably would have made me extremely emotional just because it would have been everything I envisioned for myself. But where I'm at now, I'm not the least bit surprised that I've achieved what I've already gotten because I put in the work for it, you know, and it's not anything that's big to me. It's on to the next thing, you know, and, that's the cool thing with getting into the gym and setting good intentions for yourself is you can achieve something. And once you achieve it, it's on to the next thing. And you're constantly raising that standard for yourself. And, um, well, being consistent and putting the work in and, uh, doing it even when you don't want to like the days that you are feeling it, those are easy days. Yeah. It's the days where you're, you're like, I don't want to be here or the first few sets that you have or feeling heavier than normal or you're feeling tighter or bloated or yeah, I mean, you don't feel too good. There's all kinds of scenarios. Those are the ones man. that you get through that really help you grow and really keep you like, this is my lifestyle now. Like I'm not just some poser coming in to, to say I went to the gym today. This is my, this is part of my life. And I feel good doing it and, you know, I'm helping people and, uh, man, I, I don't know how many and friends I've got now from just from seeing them every day at the gym. Like it's, it's amazing. It's a good atmosphere. There's the positive side to that. And as long as you stay focused, a lot of the negative, negative stuff isn't going to have as huge of an impact. Cause I mean, I remember when I would walk the hallways and I'd have my lunch pail and my gallon jug and <laughs> you know, I'd be wearing my workout stuff because I'd go home eat and straight to the gym I don't want to have to change and uh, I would get you know little jokes from my buddies about ooh, what'd you pack today chicken and rice or like you know like I don't get how you do that man like don't you just want some food and they try to toss me their pizza or something like yeah. that and just little jokes of you know are you a wrestler because you know you don't need to drink all that water and even from little teachers just making little remarks of yeah. and it's not anything that's their intentions aren't in the, in the wrong place of trying to, you know, bash me down or anything, but they make remarks about what I am doing. Um, and that can discourage a lot of people because that type of attention is maybe something they don't want people to look at. Yeah. It makes you want to hide some of that stuff. Maybe you start leaving your gallon of water in the car. Yeah. Or you don't eat at lunch anymore. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden you're not quite having the same success you had because you're a little bit insecure. And then who knows where you would have gone if you wouldn't have stuck with it. You know, right. you wouldn't be where you're at today. Well, and those same people who may be asking like, why the hell are you doing that? Or why don't you do this instead? Or whatever are going to be the same people who are asking how you did it or baffled oh, yeah. as to how you got there when they watched every step of the way, you know? Well, they're either going to become, they're either going to flip a switch and say, now I've seen somebody do it. Like I want to know yeah. exactly what they did to get there or they're just going to keep being haters and being lazy asses and not accomplishing anything. And eventually they're going to be, yeah, it's not going to be good for them. <laughs> but the cool thing, what I was picturing you in high school with your gallon of water and uh, <laughs> man, it made me think about all these kids 
that I've seen the past few years that are so much more dedicated to health and fitness than I've ever seen. Like it was crazy because I remember when I started, I mean, our age requirement at the gym is a little lower now, but I got in as soon as I could at 15. Um, You're probably the only, one of the only few at 15, right? Yeah. I remember I'd see some kids from school come in and then they would kind of fall off or they do it in their off seasons or whatever. And, um, I would stay consistent I would have, you know, my stepdad at the time would come in and help teach me to work out a little bit. And there was always that drive. I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn more. He doesn't know how to do this. I'm going to figure it out and ask people. And then I talk, you know, to Courtney and then I meet Ryan and then eventually I meet you and start working there. And then it kind of, you know, down or uphill spiraled to where it's at now. But it's so much more common now. And I think that is a really cool thing to mention is there are a lot of kids and high schoolers that are coming in to work out. And that's not something that was a thing when I started. No, they're actually doing it to work and to improve. And cause they, they have goals. Like it's amazing to me that they are getting this mindset and there's so many people that have, that are putting down that generation because of cell phones and electronics and selfies and all that crap. And the reality is, you can do you can do junk with it and be lazy and sit on the couch and mess with your phone or you can do positive stuff like i'm seeing kids from the strike zone i'm seeing kids yeah. come into our gym that are posting things and they're throwing out little like Wyatt lolly that's putting out putting out information every day and putting goals yeah. out and setting intentions you know you're doing it and yeah. and they see they may see you and be like man like Tate's doing it. I want to do it. I want to try it. And, and well, and I think that's the biggest thing. This is something I was talking to with my, with my buddy, Luis. I've been friends with him for years is, uh, social media can fool a lot of people and you can't, and I'm guilty of this. Um, you can't show just the highlight reel. And that's why we resonate sure. so well with the MF CEO or Andy is, um, if I'm constantly showing my wins and constantly showing like, you know, I'm hitting this PR or I'm shredded now and I don't show when I'm thicker or whatever, people can't relate to that. And it can discourage people where, you know, if you have that sense of realism, like I've done yeah. it, so can you. I function and breathe and, you know, wake up and shit just like you do, you know? Yeah and not put this persona on, which I feel like a lot of people in my generation can do is, you know, they'll alter their photos or they'll throw the best filters on and sure it's flashy and it can catch the eye, but if you catch that attention, do it for something good, you know, um, direct it into a positive way. And that's something that I see way too often is they show the highlight reel and, um, it can become something that people learn to enjoy to watch more than actually do themselves. They'll watch it and think, oh, that's cool. I can't wait till his next post. And they continue watching. He's like, oh, this dude's progressing. And they're getting the same emotions as if they're doing it themselves, <laughs> just watching it. And I feel like that can trick people into not taking action, you know? Yeah, they don't see the in-between the, in between the photos work or the, right. you know, I think as long as you recognize that it's always going to be a highlight reel and um that's why like the stories and stuff are a little bit um 
getting more popular because I think people are being more personable and showing their showing normal day to day clips and videos and stuff to show they they do have ups and downs. They are dealing with shit. They you know because that real that real side does resonate a lot with people people with good true intentions of wanting to be better and knowing that it's not going to be easy, you know? Um, yeah, they want to see other people's, they don't want to, they don't want to see people fail, but they want to see that somebody's overcame something and succeeded. Right. So then, you know, you can do it too, or you, or you know that it's possible, or maybe you haven't hit that failure yet, but next week, some shit goes down. You've got a choice. Like, am I going to keep going or am I going to let this, hammer me and be a setback what am I going to do you know and that's that's kind of what we started today's episode with was in setting intention so maybe your intention is just I just got to be positive today I just have to get through today and stop I don't want to do what I did yesterday maybe that's my intention for today and you just stepping stone up to the bigger and the better stuff of changing your life, creating the habit, creating those different emotions, those different feelings that create a different personality. And, you know, it's not like you're not being true to yourself by trying to be a better person or to try to be a better athlete or a better, better in the fitness industry, doing a podcast. You're, all you're doing is becoming who you want to become. So you're not being like fake. I think a lot of people assume that just because somebody's going down a different path that they're not being themselves or that they're being fake or they're trying to be somebody else. But if you're doing it with the right intentions and for the right reasons, all you're doing is changing yourself a little bit. You're just pivoting your life towards Mm -hmm. this feels good. This is where I want to go. This is where I envision myself going and go with it. And it's going to happen. And maybe you have to pivot somewhere else in a couple months or a year because you're, starting to go backwards or it wasn't quite what you well, thought it was going to yeah, be, you your, know, your mind can play a little trick on you too, into thinking that maybe you're faking yourself out and trying to be someone who you're not. And maybe you start to drag yourself down and that's where you got to correct yourself. Um, or you're not good enough. Yeah. You're thinking like, man, this is really what I want, but I just don't know if it's possible for me. Yeah. You know, like all that stuff that, messes with your head you've got all the limiting beliefs backing it up and you've got to crush those down man if you're going into the gym and you've got the limiting belief that this isn't for you you're not athletic your genetics are playing against you like really sit there and question those limiting beliefs do your genetics really play a role no like do some research on it do you know you not have the right build to be in the gym or is everything playing against you in the right way? Like, no, like question every limiting belief you've got and alter it into something that can propel you forward into a belief that gets you up off your ass and puts you into action. Dude, I just had this conversation with Jason, uh, two days ago. Cause you guys are doing that powerlifting deal in December or something, right? Oh, um, Jason Harris. Yeah. 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 So, like he, he's asked me a couple times. He's like, man, you should just do it. Like <laughs> just do it. And I'm in the instantly like walls go up and insecurities come out. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'll get hurt. Like, I just want to like, I just want to look 
good. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I don't really care how much I lift or, but then in the back of my mind, I know that that's just bullshit excuses for not wanting to like push myself or, or show up and not, not do well mm-hmm. or, um, not want to put the work in from now until then to like, to have some, some good goals and stuff to work for. Mm-hmm. Like all these weird things popped up and, um, it's just funny how something that gets you out of your comfort zone makes you not believe in yourself. You know, you create everything or every scenario as to how it will oh, work yeah. out, man. Every reason why I should not be even thinking about going and doing that just so I could stay comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm still just teeter tottering back and forth right now about <laughs> like, I want to do it just cause you guys are all doing it. And I kind of, I kind of do want to see what I could do. But I also kind of don't want to see what I can do just because I don't want to fail, you know? I but Freaking RPR you, putting you on some program, and you'll be rolling, man. Yeah. I, How can everybody find out about this RPR stuff, Tate? That's a good question. On our last episode, Daryl and I didn't do a good job <laughs> at that. Um, so my social media is probably going to be the best outlet to get a hold of me. Uh, my Instagram handle, I'm the most active on Instagram more than anything, is going to be Tate underscore Arthur. T-A-T-E underscore A-R-T-H-U-R. You can find me there. Shoot me a DM, comment on my posts, give me a follow, whatever it is. Uh, And if you wanted to give any suggestions on the podcast, request, you know, some more info on RPR, ask questions, get feedback, find links to, you know, different resources as to where you can find this podcast or maybe share my information to someone else, like whatever it is. That's my handle, Tate underscore Arthur. And then Steve, you recently uh, yeah, got man. your own personal page. This is the first time I've had my, I was just doing stuff for the, for the gym. And um, like it was, I just, we're growing as a company and we, and corporate wanted everything to find fitness in general with social media. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time for me to, um, give that side up and just follow Define Fitness. Don't follow Define Fitness Farmington. It's for Define Fitness info. Um, so I figured it was it was time to to take a leap there. Got out of my comfort zone, made my own little um, Instagram page and started pushing some supplements from First Form. Um, and yeah, I'm just starting from literally ground zero. It's been a month or yeah. six weeks where I've had my Instagram and I'm just just now talking people are questioning the past couple weeks like what is this supplement deal that you're doing and all I'm doing is pushing some supplements that I take and that I like mm-hmm. and <clears throat> maybe get some of my stuff paid for if you use my link and get it through first form but uh, it's all good stuff I don't really know how big it will get or where it'll go but um, I do know that it's good it's a good company. It's a good company. It's yeah. I've done all the research and training with all the supplements. I've messed around with every protein and pre-workout and everything since I was, I don't know, probably for 15 years. I was working at GNC when I was 23. Yeah. So I'm 38 now. And so I've gone through all the different phases of different pre-workouts and posts and what's timing, what's good, what's bad. Um how many fillers are in how what you're really getting in some of these supplements you know so 
And really it just comes down to trusting the company that you're buying from. Cause you still don't really know. Like I still don't like for sure, for sure. No, yeah. like it's still a company that's in St. Louis, but I trust them. So, and I feel better by using some of this stuff. So yeah. Um, my Instagram is, uh, S T E V E L I E N one, one Steve lean 11. And, uh, and I have my, my link for first form in there. If you want to go check out the supplements and, um, yeah, I mean, I just figured I might as well buy into the, the company that I, that I trust and I'm going to use every day. I might as well yeah. start pushing out stuff and see what, if anything good could come out of it. Right. And I'm going to be buying their stuff every month regardless. So we'll see where it goes and I'm going to track my progress and it's going to hold me accountable because I'm putting my shit out there. Yeah. Like, that's what I was this telling is you. What is, I'm doing. You're posting like, more and it's motivating me to post more too. And well, you, it's, man, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But like if I say like out to the public, this is where I'm at. This is how much I weigh. This is what I'm looking like now or feeling. And then if I can, if I can hold myself accountable and keep working hard and, yeah. And then what am I going to be at next month and the next month? And hopefully I make, meet some goals and yeah, I mean, just keep growing, right? Like why, why else are we doing any of this stuff than yeah. to feel better and to keep growing and to gain some confidence and to be able to help people yeah. with our experience? That's the best way to do it is if you got a good crew around you doing the same thing, you're on the same mission. It only amplifies your results and amplifies your progress. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta have a good circle and following our social media is a good, good little circle to get involved in. If you don't have one, you know, Steve and I are both pretty interactive. So, you know, shoot us a DM. We'll message with you. If you have any questions, like don't shy away from thinking we're going to ignore you or whatever, like, cause no. that's not going to be the case. We're open to all conversation that you guys want to have. Um, so come and talk to us. This episode was a pretty damn good one. We didn't have you know, any segments we had to break up. It felt natural, felt good. So a lot better than our radio show, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion. Well, I mean, who knows? We'll look back and we'll be like, damn, we really, I feel like we jumped around a little bit, but I feel like the jumping yeah. around still was pretty good information and real. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm not like Daryl where he's like, Daryl knows a lot of shit and Daryl <laughs> yeah. will educate your mind to think about your body and he's like that's his he's got that you know right and that's where you're going like i'm on this other weird level where i just want to i just want to feel better and i want to have a better life and i know i've been through some shit some self-inflicted some not but i've came through things and i want to help people get through things and know that there's better stuff ahead if you commit to doing good things yeah and that it's not easy but it, but like what you get out of living for yourself and living for other people and living for a good, a good reason and a good cause and this intention deal that we've been talking about. Um, it's a secret to living a fulfilled man, life. Yeah, man. nobody else can bring you down. Like it's if you if you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, well, and that's a big motivator to to stay away from all those little distractions or those, those things that people try to, you know, get you to do to steer you away is, you know, you're on the road to living your best life and anything that's getting the, going to get in the way, like 
fuck it. Get it. <laughs> Don't let it interfere. The with cool you, thing man. is, is that, you know, and I know when we're doing what's right, we're not going to be bringing other people down either, you mm-hmm. know? So like, that's another little win that we're being positive influences and affecting people in the right way. So we're helping people, whether it's they hear this and they take a change next week, or yeah. if it's just a little seed that's planted in their, in their head for six months from now where they're like, all right, like enough is enough. I like, I remember something that somebody said that you and Tate were talking about. It's, it's time to change. It's time to get out of this circle of friends or it's yeah. time to make a change in the gym, whatever it is. Like at least we know that we're not trying to bring anybody else down. We're trying to uplift our lives and our lives of our circle around us and mm-hmm. um, the people that we see every day. And uh, it's just a good feeling. I don't know. It's a good place to be. So I haven't always been there in my life. That's for sure. Yeah. I've always wanted to be there. But, uh, you know, I don't know if I didn't have the self-confidence or the, damn, your phone went off, uh, dude. Yeah, no. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just cool. And I love seeing people succeed. Like, I like, I love seeing other people's posts that are positive and they're hitting goals and they're doing good things where probably, you know, a couple Steve's ago, I probably would have been a hater. Like, oh, that's bullshit. Or, oh, that came easy to him. Or, you know, but I don't think like that anymore and I don't feel like that. And it's just a good place to be. So, Well, that's going to be a wrap for today's podcast. A good message for you guys to take away is intentional having intentional living you know having intentions behind everything you do um question everything you let into your mind anything that's not serving you question it uh find the positive find a good circle to surround yourself with those who are on the same mission question your mind because it plays tricks on you because it's not reality right yeah you think that just because you're thinking something that that is your reality, but it's yeah. not like there's so much stuff out there now that, I mean, I, it's probably every like mindfulness influencer or thing on podcast, or it's like, uh, like they're all talking about, don't let your mind play tricks on you. Like, don't believe everything mm-hmm. that comes to your mind. And that's, I like that you said, you know, challenge everything, challenge what you're thinking, challenge, don't just accept whatever. Cause most of the time it's going to be shit talking yourself and you're going to be bringing yourself down and you're not even going to know that you're doing it, but it's happening naturally. And if you don't challenge it or question it or catch it, it's going to be your belief. That's going to be your belief. That's what you embody. Yeah. So this is a little tool of ours that we implement uh, this is something you guys could take away from, you know, us, or if you already knew about it, maybe we elaborated on it a little more, made it a little more clear or made you feel more entitled to do it. Um, but this was a real good podcast episode. Uh, this was episode two of trying to win. Don't forget to reach out to our social media, uh, Tate underscore Arthur or Steve lean 11 with any form of feedback, any form of questions. Uh, if you got constructive criticism of something you didn't like or something you do like about this podcast, I'd love to hear it. Let us know. 
Uh, and stay tuned for future episodes. This is Train to Win, winning in all aspects of life.